that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or 1180, KLAY1180.com. And it is so good to be with you. Today is May 24th, and it's awesome to be here with you. We have a wonderful guest in studio that you're going to love. And again, we've been following a certain... Uh, a certain number of shows where we're talking about the educational system and some of the issues that are important to our hearts and to the benefits of our children. And we're going to continue that today uh, on a little different level, but nonetheless, we're going to continue that with our guest, Sharon Hannock, today. But before we do any of that, like always, uh, I'm going to share with you Jesus Calling, because it's my favorite of all times um, it's you know it's a great it's a great devotional I have many devotionals in my home but this is my favorite because every time I read it it's like God speaking to my heart like he's reading my mail and I just love it so this is today's <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> so hold my hand and trust So long as you are conscious of my presence with you, all is well. It is virtually impossible to stumble while walking in the light with me. I designed you to enjoy me above all else. You find the deepest fulfillment of your heart in me alone. Fearful, anxious thoughts melt away in the light of my presence. When you turn away from me, you are vulnerable to the darkness that is always at work in the world. Don't be surprised by how easily you sin when you forget to cling to my hand. In the world, dependency is seen as immaturity. But in my kingdom, dependence on me is a prime measure of maturity. How true those words are, are they not? Uh, You know, walking in the light, what does light do? It totally diminishes darkness. So the light of God's presence is so important for all of us to remember, regardless of what's going on in our minds and hearts, walking in the light with the Lord is so, so important. Because when you walk in His light, you see things differently. You can actually see things where sometimes when you're letting your mind fog get in the way, you it literally uh, darkens your mind. It darkens your approach to the world. And it darkens your ability to see the hope and see the possibility and see the the joy and see see all the positive going on, right? So, I want to read the scriptures that she took this wonderful reading about being in God's presence and the light of his presence. Remember, you know, remember this. Uh, Yesterday is gone. It's past, right? Today is the present. Tomorrow isn't here yet. That's the future and it's not here yet. But 
today is the present, and God's presence is here with you today at this moment. For you and I to be talking together this afternoon, for you to be listening in to this wonderful program uh, on this great station, it's, it's time that you can experience God's presence with you right here and now, being present to another person in your life, in your world, is so important to be present to them, to look them in the eye, to listen carefully, and truly be present. God is present like that with us all the time. We sometimes are hurried and we, we run past Him. We don't stop and realize that He's with us. He is with us in this present moment. So, do not fear, for I am with you. This is Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Again, Isaiah 41.10. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. That is Psalm 62, 5 and 6. That also reminds me so strongly of one of my absolute favorite verses of all time, and that is Isaiah 12, 2, which says, Yes, indeed, God is my salvation, right? I will trust and I won't be afraid, for God is my strength and my song, and best of all, He's my salvation. I love that verse because it is so uh, confirming to us, it's so affirming to us that God is in control. He is our salvation. He's got our backs. He knows who we are, what we're about. He knows what's going to make us happy, what's going to give us joy. He knows it all. And when we go through tough times, He truly is there. Even though you may not feel His presence at that moment because of your own uh, mindset at that time, He is still there. I love what uh, uh, I was, I think... Oh, it was, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, <laughs> Charles Swindoll, Chuck Swindoll. <clears throat> it was him who said, uh, this was years ago when I was listening, I love Charles Swindoll and I love so many of the radio uh, ministers, but Chuck said this, I was going through a tough time, I was really struggling, and he said this, he said, you know, remember when the, the, the luggage was thrown in with the gorilla? Now, how many of you out there remember that commercial where the Samsonite was thrown in with the gorilla? And the gorilla is beating the heck out of that Samsonite, right? And he says, have you ever thought about this? He said, it isn't, we're not trying to show how weak the the luggage is. We're trying to show by throwing it in with the the uh, gorilla and it's beating it all up, right? <clears throat> we're trying to show how strong the Samsonite is. Now, God is allowing you to be that Samsonite luggage at times in your life where you feel like, oh my goodness, you know, you're just being beat up from every side. But it's to simply show you that your strength lies in God. And He wants you to know how strong you really are in the face of that gorilla or giant in life. He wants you to know that you're strong 
He made you that way. He made you strong. And he wants you to know all you have to do is take his hand and grab hold of his strength in you. And you're able then to sing that song. Your strength in your song lies in Jesus Christ. So I love that. And the other, the other image that comes to mind with that whole thing is the Timex watch. Remember, they were at the Empire State Building and down the, they, they're up there with the Timex watch and they drop it from the Empire State Building. They go down to the bottom and pick it up. And of course, it's still ticking. The, again, same kind of point is that God allows you to be dropped from the Empire State Building sometimes in life so that you know when you hit bottom, you're still ticking, you're still going, you still have God holding you, giving you the strength and song in your life to help you continue on. You're still ticking. And I love those two examples because it's so true. The whole reason they had those commercials was to prove how strong the watch was, how strong the Samsonite luggage was, and you are the same. God allows things in your life so that you can know that you know that you know that he is with you, he's holding you, he's supporting you, he's giving you strength, and he's giving you the song in your heart to go on. Keep looking up. Uh, a friend told me one time, and I just love this. When you're, when you're, just feel like okay, you're you're on the the bottom. You're laying down. You cannot do anything else, and so you roll over. You look up, and that's exactly where God wants you. Looking up, taking His hand, and realizing you're not alone. Okay, so you're down. So you're on your back. Looking up is the best absolute possible position for you to be in because now you can truly recognize perspective you're down but you're looking up and he is reminding you by looking up that he's with you and so by you taking his hand now you can stand up and march forward nothing is nothing in life can be so devastating to ever separate you from God's love. And again, scriptures tell us that in Romans uh, 838 is is, uh, all things work together for good to those who love God, right? And want to fulfill his purpose in them. And all things do work together for good and nothing can separate you. Keep reading in that verse, in that uh, chapter because nothing can separate you. Nothing, nothing, nothing on this planet will separate you from God's love. So important for you to know that and to um, grab hold of that truth. Just grab hold. I dearly uh, appreciate being able to be with you on Sunday afternoons. And I want you to just go get a cup of tea. Go get a cup of iced tea or hot tea, whatever works for you, and snuggle up in a in a wonderful chair, sit back and relax and know that you're in God's presence, that you and I together are just friends making a little afternoon conversation. I want you to just relax and enjoy this time. And if you have any questions, uh, you know, normally you can call in. Today you won't be able to, but normally you can call in and ask questions as well. So, With all that being said, I just, goodness sakes, good old allergies for me, I tell you. Summer is a tough time for me. But it's okay. Again, 
we are all humans. We are being real in this program. I am so real with you. I'm just being very transparent that I struggle like you do. But I also know, after the, this many years on the planet, I know the answer, and that is to always look up, grab God's hand, and walk forward. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, and you go get your tea, and I'll be back in a minute. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals, and she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategic sound solutions or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's Kay Evans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, we're back, and it's so good to to be here today with our guest Sharon Hannock, and. I really am excited to have Sharon in studio today because she is known as the Research Mom, and in fact, that's the name of her business, and she goes around the state helping people understand different educational issues that are of concern or just, you know, enlightening people in general. So we are tickled. I hope you've gotten your tea, that you're all relaxed, and you're ready for a great time with Sharon Hanny. Sharon, welcome. Thank you very much for this opportunity to speak to your audience and hopefully with their cup of tea we won't be stressing them out a little bit too much and and <laughs> in, in regards to what we should be doing to take back the rights and of taking care of our own children yes so 
brief history um, on you a little bit. So you are the brief history of the, I want you to share with us the brief history of the laws in Olympia, first of all. Well, I want to start off by saying that I am like all of you out there. I was just a mom until I started asking questions and finding out what was in schools. And that's what took me down to Olympia. I live in the Bonnie Lake area and it's a pretty easy drive down there. So I started watching the laws and particularly in this case, it's the laws on sex education. And so what was going on is that there was an intent to bring in more detail on the all aspects of sexuality and put that into a curriculum format on our children. Mm. Prior to that, it was really up to the schools to decide how they want to teach what they want to teach, and they could look at the demographics of their community. Some communities can handle a little bit more than others. Some need more than others. But now with a state law, it's all one size fits all on the expectations and what is taught to our children. And that started off then in Olympia. Uh, I think I got involved in 2004, but it's as if every year they tried to push forward the laws. And for several of the years, we were able to stop it. We meaning a group of parents. It's There's a network of abstinence-only organizations and just working with other other cons- concerned groups. Well, I guess on the surface, Sharon, I'm going to play devil's advocate Absolutely, here. Absolutely, yes. Uh, on the surface, it sounds good that if all, you know, that they're... Uh, standardizing all mm-hmm. that's being taught in all the schools but it depends on what they're teaching and that's I guess what you you have decided after looking at what they're teaching quote unquote that you we need to step up and step in and say whoa whoa wait a minute right absolutely because the as they say the devil is in the details amen to and that. so it's not that you're going to teach the concept and make sure that all kids understand the concept of contraception it's instead saying that there are several different contraceptive me- methods and naming the you know 10 different ways that you can have contraceptive some of which you really have to have doctor's opinion and it's really not up to a young child to decide I want this method and those are the types of concerns that we have because now we're empowering the children to have the rights on taking care of themselves and we're not really looking and and honoring the rights of the parents to be the ones educating the children right especially when it comes to intimate details of sex sex education the schools really need to go whoa um need to back up a little bit because that should be the total responsibility of the parent and yes parents sometimes need help with that but uh, again they need to be involved keyword involved yes and yes. yeah i think that's that's what we were put on earth for it's mm-hmm. it you know god god says that it is the parents that should pass on the laws but it's also passing on information passing on lifestyles passing on you know their values of the parent should be passed down to their children and they have the right to do so yeah, they sure do. Wow, 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 wow. There's, I mean, that's just loaded right there, so much of what you said. Uh, yeah, oh my goodness. Well, we'll <laughs> All right, let's talk about the HIV Omnibus Act and sex education laws. And, and I just bring that up as a difference between understanding what you're going to be told in the school system. There is a set of laws called HIV Omnibus Act. What that meant is that the schools had the, should be teaching children about HIV. Okay. And that just makes the children aware of all the different ways to, that they can get it and what happens. And it also is to let children know, don't be afraid of it either. And mm-hmm. I think that, that 
the concept is healthy. Yes, and it is then, a healthy concept, yes. Yes, and, and but then they added in sex education. So what the HIV education laws, the, the key point to remember is if your school district tells you you cannot opt out because you as a parent have not reviewed the curriculum, then that is under the HIV laws. Okay, back up. I need a little bit more explanation there. So if I'm a parent mm-hmm. and I want to opt out... You're telling me I don't have the right to opt out if I haven't been shown. But then what I understand is that sometimes they neglect to show you what the information is. By law, there will always be, and there's two ways to handle it. One is okay. a parent night. So you have parent night, you know, Tuesday at 6 o'clock. The school district is going to open up their quote-unquote sex ed curriculum for parents to view. Got but it. you work in Seattle, and you're going down to Federal Way or Tacoma, and and you're not going to be there at six o'clock. You know, you're lucky if you get there by seven, and by that time the viewing time is over. Wow! So then you want to opt out, and they will say, "Well, you can't because you didn't make it to Parent Night." Well, but do you not have other options to be able to view that? At there should be, but then the parent starts feeling intimidated. Oh, gee, I was told I couldn't. The parent should insist absolutely on, on another view input. However, in 2007, when they passed the sex education law, the sex education law says anything to do with sex education, as the, as defined by the school district, is for a game so that you can opt out at any time. So uh, what, uh, what I bring this up is that if a parent is told, no, you have to view the curriculum first, say back to them, under the 2007 sex education laws, you don't have to view it first, and mm. I can opt out anytime I want. Okay, so there is a, there is a way that parents can uh, opt out legally without viewing it. Correct. But, you know, those of us who really care want to view it and want to know what the heck is going on with what our kids are being taught. Yes, and I think every parent should ask to view it. Absolutely. Because they need to understand what kind of propaganda is being placed on the children. Yeah, and I... I I I, <laughs> I like that you've used that word propaganda because from everything that I have been researching and finding is that it truly is propaganda. It's, in other words, uh, they're showing things and doing things. Like you had mentioned before, the 10 different um, HIV, you, you know, 10 different ways, right, to get HIV. Now, on the surface, that sounds great. But if you're showing these kids all these different sex acts, then that stuff once seen cannot be unseen correct and now so that that now is bordering on exposing them to total um oh wow it, it's you, you hit it. pornography if you will because it, the effect of it is the same as watching something of pornography and that's not okay it's absolutely not, especially when I know that kids' brains, especially the males, do not even fully, the frontal cortex doesn't fully develop till they're somewhere between 23, 25. Well, crap. <laughs> These kids do not have the ability to make proper judgment around serious issues. Keyword you use, judgment. Yeah. So you are teach, you're ju- teaching children to get ideas about sexuality issues without judgment. Yeah, without 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 having the ability to make clean, clear, healthy judgment but, about those things. But there is no judgment at all. So there is no concept of is this appropriate or not appropriate. 
instead what what I believe is going on in what I call sexualization of our children is that by presenting the ideas of everybody does it and so you should be too whether you are doing it or not there is no conscience there is, is nothing that's telling a child beware no. Because that, that's what's missing in whether you're looking at K&OW or Flash. The children are not getting that side of caution wow. that used to be there under an abstinence education program. Yes. The abstinence uh, program pretty much focused on the, um, again, both sides of, of the coin so that the kids at least knew the caution piece. When, when something is presented as, okay, this is just the way it is, everybody's doing it, so, you know, we're going to just tell you what everybody's doing, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, again, there's no, uh, there's no consequence uh, information given, and that's very dangerous. Whether you're a child or an adult. Right. And, and then I think many of your listeners might be envisioning high school kids or junior high kids. But I'm sure that we'll be talking a little bit more about what's happening in elementary school and possibly kindergarten. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. So tell me, uh, in the next couple minutes here, tell me about what comprehensive sex education really means. The word comprehensive sex education, which sounds like a good word, really means that you have to teach a little bit of everything. Again, what I just said probably doesn't sound bad, but let's take it a look differently. You are giving a child a set of matches, and you're telling a child, don't light the match, don't light the match, don't light the match. But if you're going to light the match, this is how you would do it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. You're telling a child lip service to saying, you should stay abstinent, but if you're going to have sex, here's the way to get the most pleasure out of it. Wow. You know, that that's kind of the the shaping of how I believe sex education is being presented to children. Yeah, the flash and the K-N-O-W. Wow. Oh, my gosh. We're going to, um, well, i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to, in the next few seconds here, we're going to give everybody a break, and then we're going to come back and really uh, hit some of these points a little harder. Sharon, I so appreciate your being here, and so I'm going to sign us off for another break, and we'll be right back. So refresh your tea and snuggle up. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? 
I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals, and she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, we're back, and I hope you got your tea all set and that you're ready to continue this um, conversation with Sharon Hannock, the absolute great research mom. because she's gone into great research. And oh, by the way, Sharon is a candidate for Pierce County Council District Number 1. And she is just a great lady who's really done her homework. And I just want to promote her to you uh, in uh, relation to her candidacy for Pierce County Council District Number 1. Because, again, she is here to really serve. She's a mom like you and I, and she really cares, and she's done her homework. So, Sharon, welcome back. And I'd like for you to explain what the FLASH, F-L-A-S-H, and the K-N-O-W programs are in the so-called, and I'm going to use say it just that way, the so-called comprehensive sex education program the first one i'll start with is k-n-o-w the no curriculum has been created by our state of washington and that that is the prime it seems to be a primary sex education um what they call curriculum there there's actually handouts and you know a package and that all the schools are teaching it in a consistent way so is that a good thing i mean from what you know of the k-n-o-w system does it point out the the ills as well as the well know mm-hmm. um at one time i actually took a class for junior high kids uh-huh. to become a know instructor aha uh-huh. one of the things that i use as an example is the concept of abstinence was a continuum so that you can think of abstinence as simply not wanting to eat chocolate or abstaining from voting and what it kind of taught the child is that today it's Wednesday night let's say it's Wednesday night and I'm going to be abstinent because tomorrow's a school day but Saturday night is different so when you understand when you start thinking in terms that abstinence is a continuum is a choice it is not an absolute that is something that KNOW and flash will both transmit to the child is that feeling abstinence is a personal choice for that moment not wow. a personal choice forever for for, 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 for until for, marriage yeah for health of their right. total life uh, and and relationship with a future 
spouse. Right. Okay. And it used to be that when we thought about sex education in our fifth grade class, you had separated the boys and the girls, and the girls learned all about the menstrual system, and the boys yeah. learned all about what they do. And and then nowadays, though, it's more geared towards teaching them about the act of sex. Now, there were most teachers are being told, don't use the banana. I'm putting the condom on the banana. But the concept of condom is being taught to children at, uh, I would say, even the late grade grade school level on uh, on both the K-N-O-W as a means of contraceptive. So again, by focusing on the word contraceptive, they're actually focusing on that you are going to have sex. And so yeah. when, when you get pregnant, this is your options. And they wow. will have several chapters on all kinds of compre- uh, on contraceptives. And one chapter or a few lines on, but it's always better to be abstinence. So a school system will always say, we teach abstinence. That would be a true statement. But the question is, to say you're abstinence in without what light? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, in what light is the real key there? In what context Correct. is abstinence being taught? The context of this is healthier for your total lifelong relationships, mm-hmm. for your health, it's I mean, abstinence is the way God set it up, certainly, uh, for our for our happiness, for our ability. And the thing that that is not being taught that it just bugs me is that there is a bonding process in mm-hmm. human relationship that when you cross the line and have sex before the the proper bonding relationship, uh, then you totally mess things up. You mess yourself up. (laughs) And you mess up your ability to truly bond with another human being as was designed by God to bond with your future spouse. So, you know, there's so many reasons, there's so many consequences to having sex every day now. (laughs) You know, anytime you so choose to, you, that is so, um, it is so opposite of how God designed us to function as human beings to be truly happy and healthy. Healthy key word here. <laughs> and the flash so, curriculum. Yeah, and flash. Yeah, what's tell me about flash. Flash curriculum, curriculum was created by the Seattle Public Health mm-hmm. in conjunction with King County. Okay. That is a curriculum that is mostly given freely uh, because you can download it online. I don't believe that they're charging for it, so a lot of schools are picking that up. I believe that Flash was created, this is a personal belief, with an agenda in mind. And so the creators of Flash, um, in a way, they they wanted to, maybe they felt there was a best interest, you know, that children really need to know this, but they're teaching it to teach the way you transmit HIV, which means you have to teach all forms of intercourse. Oh, wow. And so it tends to get a little bit more detailed, but it also has this agenda of sexuality and sexual feelings, whether it's male-female, male-male, female-female. It doesn't matter. And sometimes I look at both K&OW and The Flash. Parents can look at it and think, well, I can't really put my finger on what's wrong. You know, there are some medical inaccuracies to it. But the other thing I find more... Um, concerning is what I'm going to call values clarification. Thank you. So for what they're that. doing is you have the shy Christian girl that is in the public school, and in the context of teaching refusal skills, they're going to say, "Gee, little Annie, why don't you play the role of the girl and 
hey, you you know, stud, stud hot guy is going to be the guy. And so then they have to role play the guy trying to have sex with little Annie. And Annie's saying, no. And the other kids in the class are now watching what they call the fishbowl experience and saying, gee, you're crazy. I'd sleep with him in a heartbeat. You know, wow. we don't know all the things going on, but I do believe it can be very intimidating when you call upon children in the classroom to role play these scenes. Some of the role play scenes happen to do with molestation. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be Mr. Neighbor. And you're going to be the young boy mowing the lawn. And Mr. Neighbor's going to want you to take down your pants. Now role play that. So there are a lot of examples in the Flash curriculum of certain role play situations that I think should not be there. Well, that brings up the whole idea of age appropriateness. Appropriateness, period. I don't care what age they are. Right? And and there is, uh, although they claim to be age appropriate, as a mother... I'm thinking that my child doesn't have to be introduced with these ideas. No. In one of the curriculum that was at one time labeled as third, fourth grade, they would have these bingo cards. So if you can download it from the King County website, you would Google, because I don't have the URL with me, Flash Curriculum and King County, and you should be able to pick it up. Okay. There is in the elementary grade levels a, a worksheet which is like bingo cards. And, and then they would use words, vocabulary words. Some of the vocabulary words are very objectionable, and I'm hesitating naming the actual names, but take a look at it. They are certain words that you don't want your third grader or second grader to be introduced to. Um, one of them has to do with nocturnal things that happen to little boys. And I'm thinking, as you explain the vocabulary word, what thoughts are you implanting into that child's mind? Again, sexual-oriented uh, visuals and words, it, it winds up triggering... Um, questions. Not only questions, it triggers actual physical response in the, in the child. And so that plays into the whole concept of pornography and what pornography does to a human being. This kind of thing done in the classroom is tips onto that same exact thing right. as pornography. Not okay. And especially for those young kids. Holy cow. And they're talking about bringing flash curriculum into the second grade in some of the school districts. Yeah. And I'm wondering, are you creating a new curriculum or is this the exact same thing I'm talking about now, these vocabulary words, these role-playing situations? If that is coming down to first and second graders, I believe that parents n- need to have this warning sign, danger, danger. They are implanting thoughts that maybe you don't want your young child to have. Right. And again, you know, some of the things that we've talked about before on other shows is the fact that not me, but certainly the the psychologists that are extremely versed and educated in this whole thing of human development, that during a you know, fifth grade on, kind of, you know, those those ages, the preteen in through teen age, uh, what happens is that that you wind up going through a an experimental developmental stage. Mm-hmm. And if you've got healthy role models around you, healthy dad, healthy mom, you will you will roll through that. <clears throat> but if you are confused at that point, told you could possibly be whatever, you know, you could possibly be gay or you could be, you know, really a 
uh, female in a male body or whatever, right? If you are confused at that point, you can totally muck up your development. And again, I think that a lot of the... um, Oh boy, (laughs) I'm going to get in trouble for this maybe, but remember this. You're listening to opinions. You're, You're listening to two women who, even though done some homework... We, this is still our free speech opinions. So, uh, but the the bottom line here that I'm trying to make is that the LGBTQ, you know, uh, they're targeting kids at that junior high age. They're targeting the kids that are easily confused, and that is so not okay in my book. And what I just before we close out this section. I want people to know. I mean, this is from two mamas. You've got to get involved. You've got to find out what the school is really teaching your child and and speak up, be visible, be don't be intimidated. Do not be intimidated. We spend a lot of our lives being too intimidated and I'm encouraging you to find out what's going on and speak up. So we're going to take another quick break and we will be right back. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those noes to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, we're back, and I, oh boy, this has been fun. So, I... 
definitely am happy and I'm so glad you're with us today and we're talking with Sharon Hennick and she is the research mom who has done her homework big time and actually teaches this around the state helping parents to understand what's going on and we definitely are encouraging you as parents even grandparents just concerned citizens get involved find out what's going on in your school district and speak up speak up you know it I, I read a, a great new book uh, by the author of God is Not Dead. And of course, we have the two, his two books, the, the movie God is Not Dead and the sequel to that. But his latest book is, is something that refers to us, how important it is that we as Christians, that we are vocal, that we are public about it, kind, loving, you know, appropriate, but stand up and be public about it as opposed to private we've been pushed we've been pushed in the corner long enough <laughs> we got to stand up so we're with Sharon Hannock today Sharon thank you so much for being with us uh, and you know what I just got my hands on this little it says um, this is a partially scripted for a large group practice this is a um, refusal skills. Yeah, refusal skills. Okay, so this is a role play. So Jonathan and Amber have been dating for two weeks. They talked last week and decided they were not going to have sex. Yay! Jonathan is not ready to have sex and is really scared about getting someone pregnant. Today they're going to Amber's house after school to study. Amber's mom is running late at work and won't be home for an hour. Jonathan and Amber have the house to themselves. They decide to skip studying and kiss on the couch. Amber I really like you and I think you're so hot. I know we said we weren't going to have sex, but I didn't think we'd ever get the chance to be alone together. Now that we are alone, I really think we should have sex. So that's this the girl, right? Now, Jonathan, and so he has to put in what he would say or do at this point, okay? Then Amber comes back, <laughs> but don't you like me? If you liked me, you'd want to have sex with me. And then Jonathan's supposed to respond whatever he would do. Then Amber says, But when we are going to get the chance to be alone like this again, I really want you, I really want you. And Jonathan's supposed to respond. Amber, okay, you're right. I respect that. And so, but I want you to think about if, if, you were, if your child was handed this and had to share this with the whole class or in front of the class, feeling the pressures of the class, but how appropriate is that for your child to be set apart in this um, setting, if you will, to role play this and not have the benefit of some really wise counsel to refer to? So, and again, that wise counsel comes from, like how Jonathan would respond in this situation, Wow. How he would respond would certainly have to depend on how he was taught, apart from the public sex education, to respond. So, um, what do you think, Sharon? Well, this, this <laughs> is my big concern, is that when parents look at the curriculum, they need to insert their child into the equation, and not just their child reading the script and sitting at their desk at school. It's that their child is going to be put on a stage in the middle of the room, and after they're over, done with this, the other children get to critique them. How did you think she she did? How do you think he Jonathan did. answered? Yes. And and, uh, and and abstinence educators once taught me that when you teach refusal skills, you never role play because ah. you don't want the child in that position of being the aggressor or the victim. 
And uh, in my mind, though, if I was in a situation where there is role play, I think, um, and, and I think I told my daughter this once, um, you, you know, you're the victim and the guy's the aggressor. The, the role-playing refusal skill you will have is to take your fist and punch him. <laughs> <laughs> That's your refusal, and then walk away. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Well, of course, they set this up to where the girl is the aggressor. Correct. And, oh man, I, you know, I, I am so thankful that I was raised with, by a mom who was very strong-willed, knowing, knowing that I was strong-willed, and helped me understand the power and the importance that I not ever be the aggressor, that right. I be the responder, unless it's an inappropriate situation, and then I have every right in the world to stand up for myself and say no, or punch him in the face, or whatever, <laughs> no, right? No, not in the face. I mean, just like no, in the I arm know. or something. I, I don't want to... Well, know, but this is the deal. Violence, this is the deal. Um, if you've ever taken a martial arts course about and, and having uh-huh. somebody really come after you as if they truly are that aggressor, right. you, you do, do learn exactly yes. how to defend yourself. And it is a scary scenario, but it is a very powerful and good one. Because in our society, we are taught, men and women for the most part, to, to you know, to accept a lot of crap that we should never be accepting. Mm-hmm. We, should, we should tune in to evil immediately. And uh, and ad- address it appropriately, but how do we learn what appropriate is if we're given this kind of crap? I, you know, I just, ah, I'm on my, I'm on my box. But I want you to address the statutory rape issue because here we are. We're telling kids. I mean, we're telling kids it's okay to have sex, but it's not legal for them to have sex and impregnate each other. It's not okay. It's statutory rape for crying out loud. Right. So you have a 14-year-old girl, a freshman, let's say, in high school, and she's taking these sex ed classes, and the senior in high school who's 18 has, um, or maybe he's even 19, and so they hook up. And mm-hmm. that could be statutory rape. So what's going on, though, and, and this, is again, was a concern when they were presenting testimony back in 2006 and 2007, was that the flash curriculum, which encourages sexual uh, sexuality, um, doesn't address the concept that you could be having statutory rape. Yeah, it does not address, again, consequences are void in these programs. That is so dangerous because they're not addressing the statutory rape issue. They're not addressing the pregnancy, the HIVs. Oh, my God, the HIVs are off the charts, you know, and that can affect the rest of your whole freaking life. And it's just, it's, you know, they make it out like it's just, no big deal. It is a huge deal for so many reasons. And so, uh, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> so the refusal skills being taught are kind of lame is what you're saying, right? Well, to me, it's it's not so much lame as my radar went up for values clarification. So by so doing explain this, that. Explain they're, that. They're, they're, they're taking a child's values of, of what they're taught at home or at church, mm-hmm. and they're trying to transform them into a new value system of accepting this as possible actions that they might want to do. And accepting it as okay. As okay. Yeah, where they're not given the uh, all the reasons why it's not okay. And they're totally uh, bypassing and downplaying, again, church and family values it, trying to be instilled in these kids. They're, they're basically 
subtly and not so subtly putting those down and right. trying to replace, as you said. The, with they're replacing their, the parent yeah. with their <clears throat> government values. Yeah, which is, uh, that reminds me of the Soviet Union years ago, right. you know. And it's so not okay. So what can parents do? Sharon, in our last few minutes, what can parents do? I believe parents first need to take it seriously. (coughs) They need to look at this from the eyes of their children. And if the children feel stressed out because they're having a health class, take it seriously. Listen to your child. Um, But ultimately, a lot of the sexuality issues, because they're sexualizing our child's mind in general, are going to come through in other things, you know, several times in school. But most likely it's going to be coming through in what they call the health class. One option is for parents to opt out. Mm-hmm. Opting out means that your child doesn't have to do that for that day. Or maybe but what kind of consequence does that child the have child to go through? The child then will be separated and considered as something else and sent to the, another room, a library, a principal's office for that time period and then called back in. So special treatment is given to that child. But special treatment sets them apart in a negative way. Right. Now the other option that we're looking at is to say that the parent, oh, I'm going to step back. So also it means that your child is not getting health education. Uh And so the parent can be red flagged for not informing. So what we're offering now is the solution could be the parent actually signs a letter of intent to homeschool their child in the area of health. That means that the parent is responsible for PE, the parent is responsible for Uh, nutrition, the parent responsible is for all aspects of sex education. And that then the child, because he's opted out and for the entire year, not just for this one thing or that one thing, can then um, take substitute a different class. And so at the high school level, because they don't have to deal with a period for health education, they can take an extra choir class or an art class. And so for the parents that are doing it and, and the children have that ability, they're actually enjoying it. And other kids may want to join in because they don't want to have to go through this health class that embarrasses them. Well, and you know they what, get to join choir. Yeah. And you know what bothers me <coughs> is to label the label of sex education 100% into health and, and pull all that stuff together. That just bothers me because it's it's um, it's deceptive, first of all, and it's it's grouping things that should not necessarily be grouped. Your nutrition, your exercise, all the pieces of that I talk about in my book of of owning, if you will, your how much how clean air, the water, the nutrition, the exercise and the rest that you get. um, All that is being grouped together and. Sex education is is a different deal. Right, and then coming soon, um, and we will let your station know that we have actually people writing a good health curriculum. Oh, good. So that the parents can actually homeschool and not feel like, what am I going to do now? And so the school district will know, well, wait, they're choosing to homeschool and they actually have a curriculum plan. Awesome. So we do have an option for you. Get involved, and you can get a hold of Sharon uh, at Ed research at hotmail.com e-d-r-e-s-e-a-r-c-h at hotmail.com edresearch at hotmail.com Sharon, I so appreciate your being here today. Thank you very much and thank you. if you live in Bonnie Lake, Ording, <laughs> Buckley, South Hill and, and then uh, vote for Sharon Hannock for County Council I will bring my family values with me to the council. Great. <clears throat> 
Thank you so much. We will sign off for today, but you come back next Sunday, and we will have another great program. Thank you. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you.